the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton uh, coming at you with another edition of Isaiah 61. Uh, This is going to be a fun one. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we've been talking about fellowship and uh, talking about the importance of fellowship and why why Jesus set it up that we had to be around one another. And uh, and so it's important for us to, to gather together. Paul said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. And, uh, you know, even when he was talking in many of his epistles, especially in Romans, he said, I long to gather together with you and impart some spiritual gifts. So even in fellowship is when gifts are imparted, gifts are stirred up. And things get to happen. I have two gentlemen in the studio with me today, uh, guys that are that are dear to, dear to my heart. It's, it's amazing how God takes you on a long journey. I have uh, I have Michael Cooper here. We grew up in the same neighborhood, around the same thing. But uh, God waited fifty some years to put us together to be running buddies. And then I have uh, Mark Robinson. I, I, I ain't gonna get in trouble saying your name, man. You ain't in witness protection, are you? No, sir. Okay, I was <laughs> you don't know. No, sir. I've been, I've been good. He's been good. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's, he's he's a little bit behind us. You know, he's he's still young. He still think he's Superman when he had him surgeries and stuff. And uh, and what we're gonna yeah, talk right. about is fellowship from an angle of of uh, these these gentlemen. Uh, they lived the street life, you know, and they lived the street life to the point where they just wasn't living the street life. They had authority in the street life, but now they both have come to Christ. And, uh, and so we, we have good times fellowshipping together, talking, laughing. Uh, you know, I think we stayed at the church last Sunday, just cracking jokes, man. Hey, man. Just cracking jokes. We had each other just laughing. What, what was the cracking jokes about that 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 movement with the, you know oh. about the drip? He, <laughs> he, he was talking about everything, man. He took me off, man. I said, "Oh no, not oh, that." Oh, <laughs> oh, we had the Bible study about with early withdrawal, but uh, but you know, so what we're gonna talk about today, fellas, is I'm I'm just gonna put this first question out there. Uh, you know what was you know, you know. Obviously, you've come to Christ, but what were some of the barriers? What were some of the things that kept you from coming to Christ before you did? You know what I mean? You know, and uh, yeah, and, you know, Mike. I'm gonna let you lead it off. I gotta go to. El- <laughs> I gotta go to Elder Station. You know, amen, you lead it off. amen. <laughs> you know, uh, what stopped me from coming to Christ was the streets. The streets was a was a was a God to me back in the day 
and it's just that um, what uh, put me in position of having the authority, you know what I'm saying, and and doing things the way I was doing it, you know, uh, it was a mess as I think about it today. Um, But now um, I've turned my life over tremendously, and um, it's hard. I'm still trying and struggling, Um, but it's always a button in it. (laughs) But um, (laughs) Jesus got my back because I'm one of his disciples now. Right, you know, man. and uh, I age, and I urge other disciples to be a part of Jesus' life because He got your back, and ain't no ain't no other way that you can get away from it because I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, you know. Man. So, um, I have been blessed. Uh, when I met Joe. Well, I've been knowing him for years, tremendously years. He went one way and I went the other way. It was back in the day. Um, And we went through a lot. And now, right now, as I talk to you all, uh, I feel urged to go on. Amen. And um, I will and I am going on. Um, Jesus has done a lot for me, you know, uh, in the last two years. I've t- I mean, really turned over my life because of the things I was doing when I came up here. And um, my life was a little crooked then. But as I sit here and mesmerize myself among good fellas that I know I can be around, and can say the things I want to say, uh, bad or good, we can understand each other. You know what I'm saying? This is what I want to put out there. Um, it's it's a challenge, but it's easy. God don't make it hard for you. I'm telling you that right now. So it's real easy. You may you may stumble a little bit, but you know, as you was back in the day, you got up. So you can get up from this too. That's right. You know what I'm saying. So I I say this and uh, I believe in it. You know what I'm saying. Jesus is love, man. You know what I'm saying. And uh, I'm a disciple for life for Jesus. Amen. So what about you, Mark? What are some of the things that kept you from uh, from, from accepting Christ before you did? Um. Uh, life on the streets, um, wanting the worldly things, um, into clothes, cars, women, all the uh, negative things that kept me away from the Lord, um, fighting, doing a lot of things. Oh, uh, you was a fighter. That's all you did. <laughs> it, it's so many that. Uh, I would never be able to stop telling you how many, all the things that I did in life. It's a long distance. Yeah, but as as I went on in life, you know, all my problems, my ups and downs, 
um, that's the main thing that made me stop following Jesus, but my ups and downs, because um, my mind was lost from not having a father, um, grandfather, grandmother. It wasn't nobody but my mother and her brother. Um, so I was the little bad kid running around on the streets. No one to watch me, so I'm always sneaking out in Chicago, hopping the L, going downtown to shoe shine <laughs> or to O'Hare Airport. Oh, boy. O'Hara. Yeah, to help Not O'Hara. Yeah, I used to uh, go out there to help people with their luggage. Um, you know, once you help them with their luggage, they give you a tip for helping <clears> you with their luggage. And then you got the little buggies that you take the buggy back and the cord will pop out when you take the buggy back. So that's the things that was going on in my life when I was young. I that was, was a good time. But I learned a lot of things from the streets and I'm still learning what to do and what not to do. And I just thank God for Pastor Joe and Mike, um, two of the guys that came in my life that um, I was going to church, but a lot of churches that I was going to, it was here and there. But once I met Pastor Joe, a lot of things changed because <laughs> he say some things, you know, that make you understand. He break it down. He give you the definition yeah, to it, you know, and, to let you see what's going on in your life and in Christ's life. Oh, yeah. And which route you want to take. So oh, I choose yeah. Christ. I'm with Mike. You know, I'm a disciple of the Lord. Um, and I'm changing every day. That's why I'm here. Pastor Joe. Tremendously. Pastor Joe got me in. I thank God for Pastor Joe because when he called and asked me to do things, it take my mind off a lot of the negative things that's trying to take over the good things that I need to do. So keep calling me, Pastor Joe. <laughs> you know, I'm going to dial that number. <clears throat> you know, so one of the things that, 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 that I want our listeners to understand is that is that it's hard for anybody to make a transition from the unsaved life to the saved life. Sure. There's, there's some things that are there, some there's some habits that we like. Yes. You know what I mean? To do that we know that are not, you know, lawful. They are lawful, but they're not expedient, as Paul would say. They're not going to help us grow. And uh, if we really want to be his disciple, there's some things that, that have to come in. And there's some things that have to go out. That's right. You know, and so when, you know, one of the things that I know I struggle, I really struggle with uh, when, when I came to the Lord is that, you know, I didn't struggle with, with, with drinking. Uh, you know, I didn't struggle with fighting or get behind. My 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 struggle was in the area of lust. You know what I mean? You know, just to hit the brakes, you know, being twenty twenty four years old, still full of vigor and to hit the brakes, oh no, it was it was hard to hit the brakes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. You know, it was hard to hit the brakes. You sure is but, you sure that it was brakes in that car? Yeah, <laughs> the thing I was, was, was I was pumping him. I was pumping him when that happened. And he was older than us. Yeah. We were, we were, I was 18, <laughs> 17 years old, and I wasn't pumping no brakes. You were pumping no brakes? No, I ain't pumping no brakes, man. You know, that's, that's why I got 9-9. I don't even you know, know what, what breaks look like. Well, I was gone. I was hey, man. I'm just, choo, saying, choo, I'm, I'm just saying that when you when you you know at, you know after you know after you say that prayer and yeah. you, you know you you feel that rush you feel that goodness and stuff like oh, that. Oh man, yeah. There's some things we struggle with. You know, yeah. and the other thing I struggled with was anger. You know what I mean? Because some people was doing stuff to me, and I'm like, they must don't know who I am, mm. right? You know what I mean? That's, and, and, that's and, the road and, and, and then then I hear a voice say. 
but you're not that person anymore. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? But, 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 but you know, so you know, it's, it's something I just want to straight dust. You know what I mean? So I'll go back to our elder statesman here, dude. Like, what were some of the things you you struggle with, or still struggle with, as you make that transition to be like Christ? Uh, anger. I still get. Yeah, we you know, know. We know. We we, we in, uh, in that area. Pistoleros. Number no. one for oh, him man. is anger. <laughs> no, but um, Jesus, please no. kill the anger. Yeah, but you know it's 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 still a struggle. It's still a struggle. So I still have family. Well, I don't still have family, but I I'm, I'm trying to pull family together. You know to make it right. Um, so. What I have, what I'm doing now, is I'm uh, moving to the side, you know, and uh, I think of myself because now I'm a, I'm an older cat, and uh, it's a lot that I I can give. Uh, it's a lot that I can say, um, and um, I'm thinking I'm equipped for it. I hate to be pulled down, just like Joe said, uh, you know. I was one of them guys, you know, I get angry and I slap you. But I, I don't do that no more. Why? Because I don't the have to. The police will get you. <laughs> well, I will give Mike, I will give Mike, before before you speak, Mike, I will give Mike credit. Mike will call me. He will call me on the phone and say, Joe, you better talk to me. Cause, <laughs> cause it's, a, it's about it's about to go down. It's about to happen. <laughs> he said, and so then we will talk and pray and do so. I said, "Where you at? Let me catch up with you because I can tell when he's about to go." But he, I mean, but he takes that step. He takes that step now to, to to find somebody that he can go in and lean on and get to activate the Christ in him, as opposed to activating. Uh, the 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 my guns. We don't want to be, we want I go guns. straight to the church. <laughs> he sat in the church all one night. One night, just sat there, slept there at the church. Oh man, me, out, me and him then slept there a few nights together. Nights nice together, yeah. Hollering, hollering about what what the what's happening out here, yeah, and what we got to do, do to stop it, man. So yeah. so so what what what's the I, big struggle for you? Um, Besides them phone call. <laughs> 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 Um, a big struggle for me is um, money. Money? Money is a big struggle for me. Um, uh, no. Uh, anger. Got to get my hands on some. You know, um, you need to put <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why you, you shouldn't have to, to, to hold back. Just let it out. Um. I'm just trying to make sure what I let out that it, it come you, out right and it's correct. Yeah, it's, I just don't want to, you know. I'm as I go that, on, I'm trying that, to change as we, we walk it, as I'm doing this walk right now. There we go. So I can't. I gotta let it walk to walk. I gotta let it marinate in me. Oh wow! <laughs> You've been marinating all your life. <laughs> <laughs> just let it out, man. You so, know, you know what we gotta do. You know what you yeah. gotta do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, most definitely, but you know, I just you know, it's coming along. Thank uh, God yeah, for you two you brothers. You, you know, go. and for staying in touch with me. I'm and gonna stay keeping in me you. on the right track because I lose focus a lot, and I got I'm trying back. my best not to lose focus. Right. And being around you guys and being at the church, keeping me on my toes a lot more. 
Focus. Then I would be focused. Yes, exactly. Yes. Then just being out here without no one of Christ in my life. All right, we're coming to the end of our first segment. You listen to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. I'm Pastor Joe Sutton. Got Mike Cooper, Mark Robinson here. And after the break, we're going to come back with some solutions to help you in case you have some relatives or you yourself may be struggling with some of these issues. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. It is God who always is pursuing us. Not we trying to pursue God can find Him. <laughs> and if you are frantically trying to get God to do this or that for you, my advice for you is chill out <laughs> and realize that God is saying to every one of us, be still and know that I am God. Learn more on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Listen to Leading the Way weekday evenings at 6.30 on AM 980, The Mission. I woke up this morning with my mind. Stand on Jesus. Bishop Sam. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stand on the Lord. We got this preacher at the church always singing that song. Yeah, yeah. He come through. Yes, he do. Yes, he does. He keeps us that old school. Yeah, that that original old school. Yeah, he keeps us right in there. He still got that Michael Jackson fro. Oh. (laughs) Bishop Sims. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so, so, so we, the three of us, you know, you know, you got to put some action to it. I believe that that uh, every person, when they come into the kingdom, needs to, needs to do a little work. And one of the things that we've been working on is a program called Legacy, right? And, and, and Legacy, basically, everybody leaves a legacy behind. That's right. Amen. Everybody going to leave a legacy behind. So what's going to be your legacy? So our challenge to, to young men, young fathers, is what's going to be your legacy you leave to your children? Some of us, you know, we didn't come to the Lord till later on. Our kids are grown. You know, we got to look at our grandkids now. You know what I mean? Amen. You know, what kind of legacy are we going to leave them? And so, you know, Mike, you do an excellent job talking about legacy. Why don't you just fill the people in on what, what legacy is about? Well, legacy, <clears throat> legacy is basically um, turning younger men into men. One for one. I got three. So I, one is to get these fathers to know that these kids are theirs. <laughs> Amen. You know, hey, them, 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 your kids. You the seed dropper. You know what I'm saying? She just carried it. So you got to live up to your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I stumbled a little bit, but I knew that they were mine. And I took care of them. So I know how to leave a legacy. And there's a legacy, not just, uh, you know, street-wise. You know, I, my street life is over. 
But now I'm teaching them a lot about responsibility, awareness, you know what I'm saying, a lot of understanding, giving them some love, and a whole lot of loyalty within themselves first before they can give to anybody else. Amen. Especially their own. Now, <coughs> excuse me, um, legacy is, 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 a, is a main point for trying to come together. All of us, men, all of us, younger men that have kids, all of us that can be reborn to a certain fact to where you know how to take care of your own. Come on now. You know, so if you can do that, you land back a legacy because you want them to carry on what you leave behind. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm the the good, the bad, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm speaking on how the Lord will look at it. I'm looking at how Jesus brought me along, you know what I'm saying, turned me around to leave a legacy, you know what I'm saying, for my own. And I think I'm coming along pretty good. But legacy is something to get with because it's yours. All you have to do is mortify yeah. and get together with us, you know what I'm saying, and lay it down how we're supposed to lay it down. Joe know how we do it because he's the main leader, <laughs> you know. So, and you got Mark. Mark is one one guy that know how to mortify his language. He can get around and he can get it done. And young people follow this cat. Yeah, they do. They love being around this dude. Man, they love him. I'm telling you. See, him, good. Me, uh, they got to move around. <laughs> they got to move around. You know, Captain Evil. Yeah, Captain Evil's coming. I, I want the truth. <laughs> I want you to move around. I want you to get things right. They don't like to see me half the time, but it's good that they see me. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, I'm going to lay it down right. And that that's real. That's real talk. Yeah. Yes, sir. What do you see some of the important things about legacy and how can it change some of the things going on out here? Um, the kids, um, you know, we got to do more support for these kids. Um, I was one of them kids out there on them streets that, you know, didn't have a father and was out on them streets and took the streets on as a father. Any man in the street that I saw making some money that was doing some things was a father to me because I saw him having something, and that's what I wanted. I always wanted something. Oh, man. Who you tell her? So I just, you know, I just want to. I just want to do a lot for the kids because I saw five of my sister kids burn in the fire. All of them died. The youngest was six months. The oldest was nine. Man, she, that was tragedy. She named the last one after me, Mark. Um, so my life, since I saw that tragedy, my life been changed. And it's going on. A lot. And it's all about the kids with me right now. Because I saw my nieces and nephews and burn in that fire. So, and I used to just question God, why, you know, would you take the kids? You know, they ain't seen life or nothing, you know. It's a reason. And my conclusion was I came up with that 
they ain't got to go through what we going through right now. They in a better place. They, 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 they waiting on me. I'm yeah. waiting. I'm got to get to them now. You they, know they because they, on us. they, 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 they living in joy. We still living in sin out here in this world. So um, that's the way I got away from it. And mm, can't that's getting what, over that though. Yeah. At, at what at, I ain't getting over it. Yeah. But it's making me a better man to these kids. Well, well one of the things it does though is that is that we as adults make decisions. Yeah. And this is what I tell young parents. If your mama rich and you born in her house, what are you? Rich. rich. If your mama poor and you born in her house, what are you? Poor. So the decisions that we make as parents determine where our kids Kid. are going to be at. That's right. That's the legacy that, that, yeah. that goes there. That's the starting point that gets there. And and so, you know, at, at, at the church, what I like to do as a pastor is I like to see people's gifts, see people's abilities, put them in a position where they can succeed. That's right. And when I was talking with Mike, I, get, I laid legacy in his lap because I tell him about the gifts that God has given him that he can take this thing to another level. Hey, you listen to Isaiah 61. That's all we have for right now. Uh, you, can, you can always invite people to pull us up on the podcast. That's right. And we know you're going to enjoy it and they'll laugh. And so God bless you guys and see you next week. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. How can I say Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 